What's up, everyone? Welcome back. We're we're back. This is episode two of the Atheist Show. As always, I am your co-host, Dano, Dano the Animal. Where is Dano on Instagram? And to my left is is the other co-host. There is no host to this show. It's two co-hosts. I'm Aaron, otherwise known as Atheist, and. Uh, we are here uh, about a week and a half after we started saying we were going to do this second episode. Uh, ready to party. Here we are. We got a, we got a bowl full of uh, jelly mix that I just can't seem to keep my, my grubby little fingers off of. Easter edition. These are good. They're pretty good. These are good. Oh, I just got back from, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, taking an order into town. And I, I saw our buddy Corey. He was he was there at uh, Highway 99 Cannabis. And I was surprised to see him because he's off usually doing some excursion. And uh, he said he's going to be going to Vegas. One of the main reasons why he's going to Vegas, he's going to jump off of the stratosphere with this attraction they have, where you jump off of the stratosphere almost like a bungee jump, and it slowly ascends you down to the floor to where like your feet just barely touch the floor. That guy's a thrill seeker. Dude, fucking nuts. I was like, he goes, you know what? I think you can handle it. And before he even finished the sentence, I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I will keep my feet on the floor. Thank you very much. You know? And he goes, and I was like, man, I have enough, hard enough time not fucking myself up on my own. I don't need any damn help. And he was like, yeah, you know, usually when I have someone there supervising that knows what they're doing, I don't fuck myself up. It's when I do shit alone is when I fuck myself up. I said, man, fear fucks me up. I will find a way. Out of my fear to fuck up something royally. Have you, you ever been skydiving? No, but I fantasize about it constantly. Like I, doing it? Yeah. Like I, would, I, I could see myself skydiving before I, I consider bungee jumping or that fucking carnival swing where they put you in the cocoon and fucking hoist you up and swing you around. Uh, I, I think I can handle skydiving a little bit better. Isn't Corey a skydiving instructor? Ye- or? Yes, he is. Yes. You should, you should do it. Oh, I, I, I don't, I'm not jumping out of an airplane. I mean, I, some of the scariest shit I've ever done probably is piss off my parents. <laughs> but aside from that, getting on a motorcycle was probably... That, uh, the mo- <laughs> we, should need to, we should put that on YouTube. <laughs> what was it? So a year earlier, this was before I even crashed. It was kind of like... Yeah. It was before the big hill jam stuff. Yes. Or something. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, we need to get you on a motorcycle. Yeah, before the big hill jam. We're going to go play music for a bunch of motorcycle riders. That's right. I'm riding again. You might as well learn how to ride. Yep. And uh, (laughs) you learned. uh, (laughs) You know, you remember, uh, uh, what's that fucking Pee Wee movie that when he loses his bike? Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? Yeah. That scene when he comes out of the motorcycle clubhouse and they put him on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> he he kickstarts it and he looks over. He's like, thanks, guys. And then he rides off and he runs right into that fucking sign. That was, that, that was pretty much me. But wait, years earlier, oh, didn't you wreck the, 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 the mini, mini bike? The mini bike. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, you got, you, you and, uh, who was there with us? Rick's brother, maybe. No, no, it was um, 
oh man, he, uh, when, when we went to go visit him and I got real shit faced and you guys ditched me at Applebee's. <laughs> oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Bath. He was there. I want to say it was you and Jesse Bath in the backyard at the old house at the compound. Doing the jump. Doing the jump. And, the jump. and you guys were like, you should get on. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I think I had like two day beers and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to ride out there and surprise him. Not knowing a damn thing about motorcycles in general, let alone that the throttle stuck on the one that I decided to get on. And had no kill switch. Zero kill switch. And just that thing came out from under me and I held on to the handlebars and crashed that thing right into the side of the van. Got a mean raspberry on the side of, on the side of my hip. <sighs> I totally forgot. Did we even remember that when you wrecked on the big bike? I don't even think we thought about the only other time you'd the ridden a motorcycle. Right. You wrecked. Damn near in the same fashion. Luckily enough, I had a, a helmet on. So that was, that was, yeah. So like I said, I, and I even had supervision there and I fucked myself up, but I mean. I wasn't the best coach. You, I mean, <laughs> the throttles there. Throttles there. Slap me on the helmet. Stick shift yeah. You know, I did a couple laps to my credit. I did a couple. And laps. then you got back on the horse. And then I got back on. So you know, I may have busted a rib. In retrospect, uh, I, I didn't not completely broken, but definitely walked away feeling a little, uh, 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 stepping a little gingerly. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So fuck that. I, I mean, yeah, maybe I could jump out of a plane, but uh, as far as motorcycles go, I think I think I'm done there. Pissing off my parents, I think I'm done there as well. Let's get you on a plane. It's That's yeah, just across the street from here. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, uh, I'm sure when the weather improves. Give, I mean, in lieu of the circumstances, I mean, shit, I'm 40 now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on blood thinners. What have I? What, what have I really got to lose? You know what I mean? Like, my dick don't work. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, no, dude. Like, it's weird. I started taking these blood thinners, and and, and I'm 40. And I even went online to, to, to do the whole hymns thing and try to look into getting Viagra online and discreetly deliver to the door yeah. and shit like that. I did the, the screening test and I got a response back saying that they couldn't help me because of my blood clot condition and, and everything that happened. So this is 40. This Man. is this is 40. So, I mean, jumping out of a plane, you know, I may need some. You might catch me in the Sahara Desert or... or no, what were the in the Serengetis and shit? Where, cause I hear like rhino, rhinoceros horn fucking helps with that kind of shit, or maybe it's just the thrill of chasing one down. I don't know. I I can tell you, I chased a couple billy goats down with my bare hands one time. It took me half a day. Oh shit! And I felt like you felt like you like. I hate feeling like, like I'm better like, than anyone else. Like the know? brawny man, you <laughs> yeah, know. What brawny mean? man. And I felt like I needed to level up, like. Because there's bears around, you know. The next thing is I gotta wrang go wrangle the bear, you know. Oh shit! I could just I could totally imagine that. First step is you're gonna try to reason with that bear. I know you for for I've known you for a long time, so I could see you just going, "Hey man, <laughs> let's de-escalate the situation." <laughs> I got some weed. Let's just talk about this. <laughs> yeah, just putting your hand out there, like, yeah. "Come on, man, just just take a hit. Just calm down." And like. Yeah, but, but yeah, I would suggest maybe try the billy goat before the rhinoceros. Billy goat before the rhinoceros, rhinoceros. man, that right. seems maybe that that's seems what, 
Yeah, maybe that's where they get the horny goat weed thing from. So that's that's perfect. I don't know. This goat, like, it jumped over my head and oh, I was six feet tall. Fuck. And it had a ball sack bigger than my head because <laughs> its scrotum was still intact so it, with everything. So wired. if it really wanted to, it could have teabagged you. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's a, it's a picture comes up on my... Go, go ahead and go home to your girlfriend and tell her you got teabagged by a, by a fucking goat, man. God damn. Yeah. I, I wouldn't leave the house for a couple weeks. I ended up cornering it in a garage. Oh, I shit. It, and then I, I returned it to its home. And those things got to feel pretty stocky, right? It, uh, it's like a large dog with horns. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and a big, they got the biggest fucking balls. I don't... <laughs> under, you know? Like... Oh, fuck. Wow. What a, what a great start. Yeah, what a great start. We're, we're looking good. Like, yeah... So the concept this week was to interview you. Yeah. And what has Dano been up to? You know, like, let, well, oh yeah, I just, well today, you know, just, just topically, I, uh, I got back from doing the order. I told you I was going to go do the order, drop it off. I was going to go eat something. So I remembered that our, our buddy Brennan, you haven't spent as much time with him, but our buddy Brennan, really cool dude. He's one of those guys that you see out at the bar, and if you're people watching and you've never met him before in your life, you automatically want to hang out with him. And he's a little, little quieter, but the more, the more libations commence and, and the more you hang out, the, uh, the funner times get with him. And uh, he works at a place here in Eugene, or a, a place in Eugene called Thai Spice. And uh, I, I think the theme and the word of the day is going to be plug, because... Like, I, I just want to give a shout. And I, I listened to the other, to our first podcast or broadcast, the show. I listened to the first show and I was like, man, you know, we should really use this platform to, to try to elevate whatever we can with, with what our friends do, rather it be a band or artists. But uh, we can go into that later. But he works at a place at Fifth Street Market. If you're in Eugene, go by. It's called Thai Spice. I got the glass noodles with chicken. Uh, it was fucking amazing. And I've I've never really had a Thai tea before. And he goes, you want a Thai Dude. tea? Holy shit. I fucking, shit. that's my new horchata. Right. You know, like, right. I, every, I, I didn't know it was around. It was oh, a thing. Oh, my goodness. It's got, it's, and it's weird because it, it, in its own right, it has its own little spice to it. Yeah. But not much. And then they have all that cream in there. Mm. So, I mean, you're eating... You're eating spicy Thai food, and then you have that cream is kind of like a catalyst. But anyway, it I, I almost licked the damn plate. I even told him when he came out, he asked me how I was. And I was like, man, I'm, you guys are lucky I don't lick the plate and look like a damn fool up here. But Thai Spice in Fifth Street Public Market, it's amazing. Go see Brennan. Tell him that Dano and Aaron say hi. Buy him a beer across the way at the Drunken Fish. And... Uh, yeah, it, it was it was amazing. Aside from that, I have been uh, as a whole lately. I've been trying to. You lent me a laptop that has the program Reason on it. Yeah. So I've been trying to tap into to making digital music and off and on. Been doing that. Maybe we'll use one for an intro oh, yeah. to, for for the show. You know what I mean? But. Uh, been doing that. I've been getting back into lyric writing. I've been listening to a lot of different music. I've been listening to uh, 
You know, one of the cool things is listening to a college radio station, and I'm lucky enough, we're lucky enough to have a couple in town. The one that I really uh, favor more than the other is KWVA 88.1. Speaking of plugs, there's another one. Uh, Word of the day, man. Theme of the day. But I I listen to them, and I'll catch myself shazamming or or trying to listen to and 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 pick up on what it is so I can save it on my Spotify. My Spotify is growing Dude. the fuck out of control. What? How many are you up to? I am on Save Songs. I am up to... Give me one second here. 974. 2,338. Jesus. I was Dude. A, a few months ahead of you on Spotify, though. Obviously. Uh, 2,000. Yeah. Over 2,000. What? Like, it's so crazy because okay, I can wh- tell time with it. What What are... Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, like when <laughs> you... You know, like, where you were at where when you, you were, started listening to that Yeah, stuff? it's like when Kennedy died. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> where were you when you downloaded Self Discovery from Habe, you know? Um, so what do you have on, on the on the top? Let's let's run through everything. Like a, I just went through like the a whole. Well, no, the the most recent. What do you got on your most recent? Boy sets fire. Boy sets fire. I fucking hadn't listened to them in so long, and they remind me of of us because they did like this live thing and they're like older, you know. No and, shit. Uh, they really. Uh, so are you downloading full well. albums or is this like? I just do song at a time. Holy shit! You know, I got linoleum in there again. Sometimes I'll unlike something unlike and like it, it so Absolutely. it pops back up. Absolutely, like, I, I do that as well. I did that with uh, burritos from Sublime. That used to be way down there. Yeah. But yeah, I got a Habe a song called Self Discovery. Donuts. Jay Dilla. Uh, Jay Dilla's fucking amazing. I just recently got into that because you know what I, I wound up doing was. Uh, Amoeba Music has this thing on YouTube where they do a, it's called What's in What's in My Bag and they give an artist like an hour to walk through and pick out albums. I think we should really do that one day. Yeah. We should take like 50 bucks a piece or something, go into a record store up in Portland or where they have a big record store and just pick out some stuff and then we'll just go through what we got. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. But uh uh, another band that I've gotten into lately, the world that I rediscovered that I haven't listened to in a long time, AFI. I dude, I was just right there. Look, got three of them. Oh my god, yeah. And then the other ones. AFI is a fucking strange band because they had the before and after. Thank you. And I the after was really awesome to me. Like, and then it just got a little too like. The whole, I didn't get much and went things about full emo, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you it, didn't find me at, like, I don't, actually, you could have found me at a used show a couple times, maybe. But, like, maybe. it wasn't what I was really into. And AFI was, like, punk rock. And then the change. Yeah. And you had these two groups of people that were, like, into AFI. And they didn't even know they put out this album that no was, like, shit. completely fucking different. No shit. And, uh. But yeah, I that's I love that band because you can start at the beginning and it just changes so oh, much. And from album to album, as well. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like uh, Metallica, for example. If you listen to Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, and Justice for All, and then all of a sudden, then you can see the gradual change. It was like with each album, there was there was just that little change that differentiated what direction they were going into, and I found that so fascinating. Because yeah. I am 
one of one of few people when that band name comes up when AFI comes up that says oh yeah I can listen to very proud of you or shut your mouth and open your eyes but I can also listen to black sales in the sunset or or some of the later albums and uh, and still appreciate at least half of the album you yeah know? and and Davey Havoc holy shit like all right I'm gonna put I'm just gonna call it as I see it here, that is a beautiful example of a human being. Very, very well-spoken, devilishly handsome. Like if, if you, if you ask me what, what's your perfect combination of an angel and, and a demon, it would probably be Davy Havoc. I expect to see when I, if, if there is a hell and I go there, I will be greeted by, by look at that. Gosh, just, Fast, just fashionable, completely fashionable. And, 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 uh, some of the, the newer photos that I see Davian, that fucker doesn't age. Look, wow. look at that. We're just looking over pictures and, uh, it must be the, the healthy eating. Yeah. Not yet. Look at AFI Davy Havoc is not aging and we have the photos to prove it. Exactly. I'm going to put this out there as a manifestation in the universe Davey Havoc, I would love to make you a piece of art that I could just send you. You know what I mean? Like, don't send me your address because I will show up on your doorstep like a stray kitten. You have, dude. Yeah, we want <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> now, after this is done and you put it up, I'm going to put it on my Instagram with the link and I am going to tag him. Or, or you know, I'm going to tag Davey. I don't, I don't know what kind of pronouns Davey goes by. I'm pretty sure... Davey's older than us, so probably more old-fashioned. Probably goes by him, but I'd, I'd hate to assume that. So, my apologies if uh, if if I've you know offended by not specifically genderizing somebody or or calling them by what they would prefer to be called as. But Davey Havoc, uh, you know, call in. Uh, we'll we'll do we'll we'll do an episode with you if if you got the time. And I would love to send you a painting. I think you're a wonderful human being. And that's all I'm going to fanboy out and say on that because I can spend an hour easy talking about Davey Havoc. My goodness. But, uh, yeah. And uh, let's see. What else has been going on? I've been trying to snap myself out of being a lazy son of a bitch. You know? After the, the surgery that I had. And for everyone that doesn't know, I had a blood clot that was in my leg that I had to have surgically removed. This was uh, last year in September and was battling with that. Finally, that was the first time I had gone through surgery and that was fucking scary. You know, being put under, you have, you've, you've gone under before, right? Not like that under. Not like I, that? I was going to get it for my shoulder, but it didn't happen. And so I'm... Okay, so they, they put you in this waiting alleyway. At, at least at the hospital I was at. And shout out to the nurses and, and doctors that helped me through that. But I was there in, in pre-surgery and then they take you to the stereotypical big room where there's these bright lights and it looks, it looks like everything's, you know, the tables and are all silver. The lights are all shining bright up there and you're laying down in this hospital bed. And then they hooked up my IV with the late the lady when she was doing it the nurse said okay we're gonna inject you with uh some just to kind of calm you down 
And and I'm one of those people that like when I take hallucinogenic drugs or if I'm taking any drug, I wait to 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 see when I feel it when it starts coming on, you know. Yeah. And this was very seamless. One minute I'm I'm just sitting there in silence while they're doing all the prep work, and then the next thing you know, I turn I turn over to to a couple of the nurses and I go, hey, you know what? We should totally go to Applebee's and get some appetizers, guys. What do you think? And then that's the last thing I remember. And then just went under. I remember them laughing and saying, oh, man, I like this guy. And then, bam, I, I, I had this dream that uh, I was seeing our buddy Tyler. And I went to go give him a hug. And then I felt this hand push on my chest. And there's this nurse that's wheeling me down the hall saying, oh, no, 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 you can't move. You just got out of surgery. And that was a fucked up way to wake up. I was like, man, I thought I was out of the woods. I didn't even think I was in the hospital. And then, bam, here I am having my, my, my chest pushed back, being pushed back into this hospital bed. And I was like, fuck. I was still kind of out of it. And I asked the nurse, I go, is there any way I can keep the blood clot? And she looked at me and went, ew, no. What, like, what the fuck's the matter with you? I was like, yeah, in my logic, it's mine. You know, it came from me. But they said that they threw it in the trash. So who knows? I sort of always want to keep my shit. You know but what I'm I mean? Like, like I, yeah, I got a weird thing with it. Like, I wanted to keep it in a jar so I, I could, like, dude, flip it off and, and fucking say you didn't get the best of me type thing. But I've got a chicken skull that's in a clear mason jar there is no fucking way you still have that i still have that oh my god aaron has not been opened (laughs) please don't open it (laughs) oh shit so you're not fucking around here what we have here is what i call gertrude hi uh oh well all the all the fluids out of there now that is the severed head of a chicken. Fuck that me. I took on tour. Yes. Yeah, I remember when you uh, came down to Reading with that. Yep. And uh, this is what's left of Brownie. It was a chicken that was... It, it had... Uh, it had its head ripped off by an owl. No in way. Mortal Kombat style. Oh, shit. And this is her last egg she laid. Oh. And a little bit of hair that remained. Oh. What a morbidly <laughs> beautiful thing to have. We're going to have to That's, take a picture of that. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that'll Gives be the cover photo for, okay. yeah, this <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to keep, you know, the blood clot. And, and they just kind of said that was weird, so. Maybe next yeah. time, if, you know, hopefully there's not a next time, but if it ever happens again, I'm going to ask in advance. I'm Maybe gonna... when you're negotiating the surgery. Absolutely. I mean, make it a negotiation like, yeah. like okay, let's, let's meet halfway here. You give me whatever you take out, and I go silently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of plugs, before I forget, what I wanted to get into is shout out some local artists that are around town. George Berg the third. You can find him on Instagram under GLB3. I want to say. He's Let me got look. like six different profiles. Does he really? I think. GL, yeah. GLB3 underscore art. And you can find him under the handle in parentheses SCH. 
does those drawings, I'm pretty sure that there's a name for the style that he does, but it's where you use millions of dots to create this black and white art and uses pens. Sometimes I've, I've seen color sometimes, but it seems like for the most part, what I see is black and white. I uh, also want to give shout outs to some, some bands around town. Some of the bands we're playing with soon. One of them being Primates, P-R-I-M, the number eight, T-E-S, I want to say, because it's eight. So yeah, it, it might be that, but they're, if you look up Primate in Eugene, they'll pop up. They're, they're live hip hop, good friend of ours, Kenny Wilson. Also, uh, Breakneck Flow, Back in the Dark. These, these are bands, uh, Dr. Unk or Drunk. You can look them up as well. I believe they all have Spotify's, if not SoundClouds. We'll probably try to put a put put a tag in the link in the description or something. If if we yeah, can, yeah, we're working on things like we're that. We're working on. We're there. Hey, we just Bear figured out us. last time right. how to host a pod. We were literally no putting shit. it on YouTube. No or shit. Or sound like, and then we somehow so, figured that out. Where where's so. this going to be going? This is all. This like starts on a place called RSS. Okay. And then it goes to Spotify, and Perfect. it'll go to Apple, uh, but it takes a couple extra steps. Probably takes forty-five seconds to a minute to I'm complete. And maybe haven't done it yet. Perfect. But that's true atheist. Yes, that is perfect. We're, we're working <clears throat> on it. But yeah, um, let's see. I know there's some other artists out there that I am currently spacing on. Because I didn't write any of this shit down. I, wa I wanted this shit to be all fucking natural. You know what I mean? I didn't want it, it is scripted fucking shit, you know? Yeah, e we're gonna make, we don't make set lists when we play, but we make a set list for the fucking podcast. Touche. Like, yeah, we didn't even say exactly. Like, like, I don't know. Structure is not our business, man. <laughs> <laughs> Danger is my business. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what I just fucking came across? I don't know how that I had an apostrophe. Lightning just struck my brain, dude. Um, I just fucking saw this video footage of fucking trees walking. Have you seen this shit? Uh-uh. There's this fucking video that I saw that came out of Texas. And it's literally like a corner market where this dude's at in a parking lot. From what, from what I understand, from what it looks like. And he pans out his fucking camera into this patch of trees that looks like it's by some kind of apartment complex or business or, or some bigger building. And this tree, this one singular tree is fucking walking, moving through this patch of trees by itself. And it almost looks like, uh, like someone's doing some forestry work or there's something big that's moving and it's moving these trees. But it's a goddamn damn whole ass tree fucking moving like for real and you know what maybe this is the og millennial in me because you know fuck when it's april fool's day the amount of texts oh that i god. send you and shit and then i get I, fucking fooled on shit i do the same shit you know i'm like oh my god they're legalizing weed everywhere no man it's only april slayers getting <laughs> back together <laughs> No shit. So, I mean, I am totally that person. You know, some shit, like, you can't fool me with. But, I mean, this what? fucking tree thing. Is it on YouTube? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I want to say it's on YouTube. We'll look it up at the same time. I'm just going to type in...
Texas tree walking. Yeah, real life tree walking. Look at that fucking thing. Wow. That is a fucking whole ass tree walking. <laughs> like. Huh? No oh, shit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> were, were, were your roots planted here? Sorry. I'm just taking my ass on over here. Like when you no don't, way. When you don't want to be a part of the fucking community anymore, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to walk my ass on out of here. Like. And the video looks like it's it's from a cell phone, if anything. So how the fuck are you going to... I don't know. I don't know, man. And you know what I tell myself in life? There's a 50-50 chance of anything happening. I agree. But, I mean, that has me thinking. If these fucking things can do that and they've been able to do this all this time, how fucked up is it when we're, like, cutting them down or, like, or when you're Dude, going camping? Have you ever been in the forest by yourself? Exactly. And let alone if you're on fucking hallucinogenic drugs or some shit like that, heaven forbid. Yeah. Holy shit. So that tree that was talking to you was fucking talking to you, dude. Trees, I... man. The whole, <laughs> you know, growing weed, learning about plants, all the root shit, you know, like. Yeah. Fucking, it gets, it gets just, you reach a point. Where you're like, man, the plants, some of these people that were actually talking to their plants probably did enough drugs to like Abs clear the ego to see that. Absolutely. And then they I, were like actually talking to the fucking plants. I fucking wholeheartedly agree with that. You know, I mean, touching back on when you're talking about roots, when you look at the root structures of, of you know, like even weed plants or or trees or or even like you know wasps would love this one the fucking mandrake root you know what i mean like that yeah. whole fucking thing like but then you look at the the nerve system off of the spine and the and the human brain when they take out all the bones and flesh and yeah. and veins and you and it looks like a fucking root yeah when you're left down what when you when you're left with all the the nerves and and the neurons and connectors and shit to the brain so I believe there's something to that. I heard way back in the day when, when we were doing some uh, less than legal growing, there were stories of a grower that would go into his grow room. He would single out one plant and he would treat it like absolute garbage. He would go in, scream at it, he would go so far as to, to hit the plant and like rip off limbs and kind of just get real pissed off at it. And what he, what he found by the science of doing that was all the other plants around it would produce way better after that because they didn't, they noticed that mm -hmm. if you, if you, if you fucked up, he's going to come after you. So yeah. you got to fucking grow and, and do the best you can. But then there's other people that I've heard go into a grow and they are the most hippy dippy, nicest fucking people to these plants and they produce more. Yeah. So you have respect out of fear and you have respect out of love. The, yeah. the two depressions. I played music for a long time until I got more burnout. Really. Yeah. And honestly, like, but okay, on that kind of note. I planted the seeds for last year completely naked in a full moon 
And I don't think it made much of a difference. How'd you feel when you were doing it? Though? Um, fucking really good. You, I mean, did you feel like a, a somewhat of a pure connection? Because I've done that too when I was out in no type. And I knew no one was going to be coming for shit at least a day or two. So I was like, why am I fucking wearing clothes? This is yeah. the perfect time. Because there's, there's something that I found about being a human where you feel you are, you're, uh, oh, come on, Dano. Uh, where, where there's an obligation, you have you uh, you have an obligation to be well mannered at all times, no matter what the circumstance, or almost be prudish, if you will. And then you get in an isolated situation with these things that are alive, but you can't truly, um, you know, communicate with them. You only know so many things, like when they're healthy or when they're sick, and you you hope that there's a feeling that they know that you're trying to help them you know and because because like we were saying you think about that kind of thing when when you're doing that line of of growing or or you know something that produces some form of life yeah and somewhere along the way i was like well what the fuck am i staying clothed for you all are naked as fuck you don't have any clothing i mean you barely have fuck for some of these things they barely had leaves you know but so it's like you know i should kind of uh, read the room here and, and and maybe I should be the one maybe I'm the one who's fucking well check you know. it out the act, simple act of even being a weed farmer if you you are technically tending to those plants and watering them and feeding them correct back there in the fucking back pile behind the grow this last year was the biggest fucking weed plant that, that we've ever seen that was right, right there here, right here and yeah. it didn't get watered or fed. It just sat there and said, fuck you. I don't need any fucking, I don't need these nutrients. Like It was know? the punk rock fucking marijuana tree. <laughs> fucking straight up. It, was just, it grew out of fucking spite. And it was on a pile of compost. So it's not like this just happened in a barren fucking field. But that fucking plant did not, that it found the me. water. No it fucking did it. Shit. And it sat back there and we'd look at it and it, it fucking said shit to our brains that no we shit. don't even know what it said. It's like that big cola that's out there is like a middle finger saying, yep, still here. <laughs> still fucking here. The wind, what wind? It's a beautiful, beautiful day out at sea, <laughs> isn't the, it, guys? This year, the, the progressive rain and shit, it just sat back there like, just, fuck <laughs> you until each branch like, it's a great day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> great day to be alive oh so. what a fucking concept that yeah no shit no shit so i mean if we're going off of that kind of theory would that kind of mean that all these plants really do have their own personalities because up until you get into growing and you realize stuff like that happens you think that they're all just singular right like yeah you, you i mean topically when if i took my one of my relatives that are nowhere near savvy when it comes to marijuana as, as, as we are, they can look at it topically and just go, well, that's a shit ton of weed. And that's pretty much all it's going to, they're not going to think about yeah. the individuality of a plant or. Yeah. Well, and, and that's where you don't look at tomatoes. You're like, there's all these there's different a kinds of tomatoes, but oh, as a stoner, yeah, to no be able to shit. get into it, no one as a tomato is like, oh man. I fucking, like, hey, check these tomatoes yeah. out. This like, is a Belize cherry <laughs> tomato. 
crossbred with a ripe, robust Washington, D.C. Bulma. <laughs> tomato fucks me up, man. Dude, and, and that's along the same uh, growing structure as weed, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Or, or just like nutrient schedule. Nutrient schedule. Li- lined up with it. Absolutely. But once you grow everything else, you realize it's everything's the same. I mean, like, I've been comparing it to humans. What if there was something out there that shoved us in a room... And and gave us 12 hours of sunlight, 12 hours of darkness, and just shoveled in some f- fucking same food every day yeah. at, at, at the same time. And then, time. like, forced in too much at times, so you yeah. couldn't even fucking no, breathe. No and you were shit. Just like, Stop it. Yeah, Stop it's like it. force feeding you with tubes in your nose and shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, when you get that right plumpness and the timing's just right. They just fucking rip you from limb to limb and set you out to dry and then smoke the shit out of you. Light you on fire. <laughs> Light you. I mean, like half of that. And I guess that goes with like commercial animals and, and all the shit that they do with like chickens and cows. It's like, yeah, we'll fucking just give you this fucking life. And hey, ain't life grand? All right. Now we're going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that, But that's what humans are then if you, if you zoom out further. If like, you zoom oh, out fuck. further, you are or not just... fucking far from the truth. Like something's got to be. I mean, there's got to be something out there harvesting us for something. Even if we were just yeah. like a video game. Like the Matrix, like what we were like, fucking yeah. talking about. And you know what I say? There's a 50-50 chance of anything being possible. You're damn right. So it could be the Matrix. You are But it also right. could not be the Matrix. Holy shit. What is, this started out with some fucking glass noodles and chicken, man. But that, you know, what do people really want to hear? And honestly, I got a question about glass noodles. I've ordered them before. What yeah. makes some glass noodles? You know, I they don't shatter. I was thinking like, the same fucking thing when I was eating them because I almost ordered the pad thai and a pad thai noodle from my... I'm not savvy in this whatsoever. I'm going to have to Google this shit. But I think there's a difference between a, a pad thai noodle and a glass noodle. But glass noodles, from my understanding, get their name simply because of their, their translucentness. Yeah, probably. Is, huh? is Would be my guess without Googling it. But now that you fucking mentioned it, and I was thinking about it while I was eating it, why is it called a glass noodle? It sounds like my new nickname. Glass noodle. <laughs> hey, glass noodle. Yeah. Uh, they are called cellophane noodles or glass noodles because of their cellophane or glass-like transparency when cooked. There no you, shit. That, there you go. Uh, cellophane noodles should not be confused with rice vermicelli, which are made from rice and are white in color rather than clear. So, there you fucking have yeah. it. There. We found it. But, you know... I don't know. Do we? What What do we really talk about here? Because, well, like man, a, like a Segway or something. Well, like being in the Matrix oh, versus fuck. stories. Well, see, you know, I or th- just jump back and forth. So, did you see the movie Free Guy? Uh-uh. With uh, God, I am. What kind of weed did you fucking bring to the table today, dude? Because this I'm shit definitely. has me brain dead. Um. The guy who played Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, yeah. Ryan fucking Reynolds. And there's there's another shout out for you. Ryan Reynolds, you handsome human being. <laughs> My goodness. You know he has a cell phone company? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cell phone company. I want to say he has an alcohol company as well. Doesn't he do gin? I don't know. I think he's involved in a gin company as well. Uh, anyway, 
in this movie, Free Guy, he's a non-playable character. Yeah. In a in a in a kind of like a uh, like a like a phone game, like uh, Animal Crossing kind of deal, but it's this whole universe where uh, you know you you play, you're in this video game like a virtual fucking reality, and he's a non-playable character that realizes he's a non-playable character. Not to give too much of the movie away, but you know that's. I feel like that would be the next evolutionary step in thinking of open open mindedness and being self aware or wokeness, you know, like realizing why we're here would be the equivalency of like a cow realizing why it's being bred or weed realizing the cycle that it's going through versus, you know what I mean? We're the only ones out there that could possibly go, holy shit, someone's playing us. We're not playing the fucking game. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and it, being a stoner, once again, I start thinking like, fuck, what, what if this is the evolved step of all the fucking, you can't get much more virtual reality than being in an actual fucking flesh sack, you know, and, and walking around and being as individual as you are. Uh, I've, I've even had some acid trips, I will tell you, where I've thought that uh, everyone is who they are because that's all there is. And we keep repeating this shit through generations. So there was there was a Dano who was, I mean, pretty much, I guess, like, like, like your dad. Your dad is actually you, but you're the next evolution in the soul that passes on, but with m- more individuality because you have to have individuality. You can't just be a clone of your dad. Yeah. Otherwise, you both would be saying the same shit at the same time all the time. You yeah. both would go to the bathroom at the same time, you know. But... excuse me I guess where I'm going with this is you are behind your eyeballs you're the you're the only thing that can do that these other these other people like you beside me I know you're you but the only way I could truly know who you are was to be sitting behind your eyeballs with you in your brain yeah yes (laughs) because from your perspective, it's your, it's not, you to me is not the same as me to you. Right. In a way that I know we understand because our eyeballs are talking more than our faces are talking and yeah. no one probably has any idea what's going on here. There but is someone like, out there though that's like, holy shit, they're fucking touched. They're tickling what I think about and fucking, hey, come on, make me come. <laughs> you know, like you're almost there. You're rubbing my, my, my reality clitoris. Yes. Like, yes. yeah, like I, I think about that kind of shit. And then all of a sudden as, as much and as heavy as I think about it, I literally have to let go. Yeah. I have to stop thinking about it. I have to do something quote unquote normal or or daydream about something or make lyrics or remember it for another time when, when I'm sharing an in-depth moment with somebody to see if they understand, you know, all that shit. Yeah. It's uh, man, the more you think about it, the more you realize that you're not going to come up with the same with any answer any more than a cow is going to come up with a fucking answer exactly at the end of it you're going to the fucking slaughterhouse yeah you know what I mean it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and that's one of the scariest realizations you can come up with when you're on a hallucinogenic drug too yeah is that it doesn't Mm. fucking matter and and sometimes it'll make you chuckle and laugh at yourself like you finally understand the joke 
Yeah. But then other times you're like, well, then what the fuck am I holding all these bricks up for? Well, and what I've realized, the hard part for me with anxiety and hallucinogens is I have a problem with letting go. Because in your head, you'd be like, as long as you just accept I'm dying, right? you're cool. But then you realize... You're like, why am I anxious? Why am I? It's because you are so attached to life. Absolutely. You're like, wow, I don't want to be like this forever. But then if you just go, oh, it, this is it, then you can really fucking figure out what's going on over there. Otherwise, you're yes. like me, where I'm like, hey, Dano, how long ago did we take those mushrooms? Yeah, no like, shit. Like rubbing your knees and uh, fucking all anxious. Yeah. And oh, oh, I accidentally smoked weed. I'm even higher now. Ooh. Yeah, no shit. And then like almost needing a fry toy just to keep yourself grounded. And then. The, nothing sucks worse is when you start feeling that way. And then the next feeling that you get is that impending doom. I don't want to be high anymore. I want things to go back to normal. Yes. And then you forget that you took this drug to not be normal. And now you're fighting yourself and you're getting brain bubbles because you're like, why is shit not normal right now? I, I want things to be normal. It's like walking through the door of a mirror and being on the complete other side of it now to where you're like, all right, I'm fucking checked out. I'm, I'm over here now. Fuck man. But I'm so used to being on this side of the mirror that now there's, like you said, there's just a hard part where you have to let go. And when you do fucking beautiful and like, you feel so proud of yourself because you're like, wow, I really could have fucked myself up there. But then there's other times where, it almost makes you appreciate coming down and coming back to every time it's like normality. Like anytime it's, you know, I, I haven't pushed it that far for years. Cause it's Agreed. like, but man, it makes you feel so good on the other side. Like, Oh my goodness. It's like, that's what a baptism should be. And no something like that, shit. You know? like, but it's, Oh a- yeah. Show up at church for two weeks and get dipped in some water and you're all good. It's like, but as humans, we can't, they just can't handle that shit. Like, and it's weird how it always sticks in the back of your mind after that. Sometimes, I mean, like for someone out there, they could be listening to this and completely get triggered by that and go, oh yeah, almost like a suppressed memory where it's in the back of your head where you went through something as enlightening as it was, it almost goes into the trauma category. Yeah. So where that's where you file it off at in your brain because there is no category for, you know, tranquil, tranquil, but scary realization of who and what you really are. Well, and it kind of clears out your trauma category of any real trauma because it fills it with what you know is fake trauma because you took it to deal with that. Absolutely. But it still left the lessons that you learned through that. Definitely. And and it's weird. I I heard a quote from, you know, one of those dudes that's in a robe and he's, and he's got his, uh, big gray beard and and one of those ads that shows up on Instagram, you know, when you, when you look up so much weird shit, how it sends you weird shit for your fucking algorithm and sponsored posts and whatnot. But there was this guy that was, you know, and he, he's, he had a turban on and, and, uh, I can't fucking remember what those dudes are called off the top of my head because thanks to this fucking weed we're smoking, I am having a really hard time. I'm leveled. I don't get these people that talk shit about the quality of weed because I know that we don't have gold. But holy Longer. shit, how is there a bad weed? Tell you what, like you fucking drink enough of the fucking shittiest beer out there, though, you are going to get drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I feel weed is kind of in the same place of inebriation. It's like if you smoke enough of something, like 
I'm not saying if you smoke hash, you know, uh, excuse me, um, CBD flower that only has like 3% THC that you're going to get as fucked up. You know, it's going to take a lot. You might even have to cook it into some brownies. Yeah. But all that you're going to feel is pretty much the body numbness, no pain thing, and maybe some slight anxiety or I think I'm high or you'll just go to sleep. But there is something about smoking that fucking teenage weed or that lower 20s weed or, or just a sustainable percentage number to where you'll forget what you're talking about and then all of a sudden pick right back up into it. This Hindi guy had a quote that said, I, I love a person that's going to give it to you straight. And I'm paraphrasing here. I hate the people that pretend to love me and I love the people that truly hate me because at least they tell you how they really feel. And then went spun off of that and started talking about how I can smile to your face and in a language you don't understand berate you until you'd be in tears if you understood what I was saying to you. But as long as I tell you with a straight face and you don't understand what I'm saying, you're going to receive it as love. If, if you had someone that was angrily telling you how much they love you, you're going to take it as something bad or you're going to take away from it. Or for someone like me, that's going to reiterate like, oh, wow, they care because they're so mad. Or maybe that's just something because of the way that I was brought up. You know what I mean? That can also be a play into it, but I digress. It was, it was along the same thinkings of, of yeah, like uh, what you carry when we were talking about trauma. What you carry with you is like, I guess it's how you're affected by it. Now, there, there's different severities and different levels of it. Some are easier to view like this and some other forms of trauma will just never go away without proper treatment. But, I mean, that, but then again, that's relative. What is proper treatment? I think it's time, you know, but it's, it's weird to think that some of the things that we normally, quote unquote, hold on to and, and traumatize ourselves with is a very fucking taxing and tolling and heavy thing to go through. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to like a majority of it having to be deal with how I respond to it and how I, how it affects me and how I feel and what am I going to do about it? I no longer look at something like a problem and a solution, like a mathematical problem. I start looking at it like, what level did this affect me at and what's the protocol for it? Okay, so here we are, we're at a code orange. All right, break the seal. Let's see what it says inside. How are we gonna deal with this? It's never, you know, it's, it's not as calculated. It's just something that, that I'm learning in my older age that I wish I had this knowledge now yeah. and maybe it would help me deal with some of the things that I never dealt with when I was but young. But man, you just can't, back then, it's like it takes till you reach this age to really chill. It's like you never meet anyone in their mid-20s that's like says anything close to that. No and fucking shit. if you shit. said that to you <laughs> yeah, and you exactly. showed up and you said, no, I'm you, you'd yeah, be like, dude. you look kind of like <laughs> yeah. me, but a lot of people kind of look like me. Like, <laughs> now you funny too. Exactly. 
I mean, even if I was to go back and try to tell myself this shit, like there's no way you can you. And that's what, what has also has me along the same wavelength of thinking, dude, sometimes you just got to fucking go through shit. Yeah. As unfortunate and as sad as it fucking is, like you have to look forward because at the end of it, when you see the big joke, like, you know, going back on what we were talking about, you realize you're heading for the slaughterhouse faster than you think. You have all your life to live because you have all your death to die and for things to be permanent. So, and it's weird to think about that when you're fucking 40 and your knees are giving out, damn it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, fuck. We both pretty much almost died. Yes. Through really our own hands. Life. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing. I mean, I had a motorcycle accident and it was yeah. like physical. Shit, but yeah. like that, I got that fucking pericarditis and fucking oh, or or some smart like, guy fucking crossing the street and there's a fucking cliff right there where the ocean yeah, is at I a mean, fucking shit. party after party. The number of times we almost died, Jesus, on that in that fucking mobile stage. Oh boy, yeah, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking so many things. Fuck, even uh, heat exhaustion would have been yeah, number any, one. You so know? many hey, different, God. yeah. Uh, malnutrition, How just having fuck? lunchables and fucking cold raviolis out of the can every day. I mean, we fucking drove a long ways in that heat and shit. And now I like drive to Modesto and I'm like, woo, shit. Holy fuck. Nine hour drive. Wow. Traffic was a little bad in Sacramento. And you're like, man, we used to drive through six or seven major cities Son of at a, a time. Yeah. And hit traffic in all of them. Drive 55 miles an hour with no taillights. Fucking around in the bumper back. to bumper traffic in San Diego with all of the potholes, catching the early morning traffic, the 8 a.m. traffic going through Sacramento, I think, is with the potholes and shit, is some of the worst shit that you can, or even just being down in Southern California in general, like around Pasadena and the San Gabriel Valley off the 210 and all the shit that we drove through. Or, yeah, anything that ends in Oklahoma. Fuck. Uh, Rough roads. Man. Man. Now, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of shit that should have killed us. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Just taking a break here to genuinely, utterly thank you. We know that there is a lot of fucking content out there that people could be listening to. And the fact that you've gotten this far... And you're still listening to us is a blessing and a gift that we don't take for granted. Thank you so much for listening wherever you're streaming from. You said it was on what? RSS? RSS.com. RSS.com. Dot something. If you type in RSS and the Athearchist, I mean, fuck, you're already listening to it though. So why the fuck am I telling you where you can fucking find us? RSS.com. But Spotify, share it with people if. If you're into it, oh shit, Spotify, See, dude, we're Amazon basically Music. We're fucking on a major, major label deal right Holy here. Holy shit. We're everywhere. We're, we're fucking everywhere. And I can put it on there, but like I, I said, see, it like takes you said. a little bit of work. Okay, so after a little bit submit. of work, you might I find hate us. Submitting. I, I understand. Fuck submitting. What? Fuck so submitting. you can listen to Damn right. what we're talking about and tell yeah. us if it's good enough to, Trying to chain me to put the on wall. your, you know, because they got to censor things. But anyway. Thanks to one of our few and only sponsors, Itchy Ribs. Itchy Ribs. Yep. Holy or, shit. 
I think the motto for Itchy Ribs now is Itchy Ribs. Still here, motherfuckers. Still here. <laughs> like, all these... <laughs> nice day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Nice day. <laughs> Beautiful weather we've been having, huh? So <coughs> drop, drop a comment uh, if you can or get a hold of us. I'm going to be putting this up on my Instagram. Where is Dano? Or Aaron is probably going to be putting this up on what your your Twitter. Your I put it on my Discord? personal Facebook. I got three different personalities going. I put it out on the Web three Twitter. Okay. Which is like all that. No one uses Twitter unless they're into NFTs. It I seems. I, do you know anyone that uses Twitter? No. I I know a bunch of like two thousand people that I've never met in real life that use Twitter and they didn't yep. respond to any of it. And so I put it on my personal Facebook, and a lot of people were stoked. What about Discord? Discord. Yes, we haven't brought up Discord yet, but uh, come on over to our Discord, and we're going to be giving away free shit. Yeah, coming uh, coming here soon, right? Yeah, really soon. Discord's just kind of a way to disconnect everyone from Facebook to something that we kind of can control better than, you know, we put a post on the Athearchist, and maybe a couple hundred people see it. Right. So, uh, well, come on well, over to the fucking Discord. Get the link. How how do they do it? What they just they need a link, right? Yeah, it expires once a week. Oh shit! But uh, we'll put links around. Slide in, link. slide, slide into them DMs. <laughs> we got the link. We always got the link. You can find the link. If you can't find the link, we'll put the link on like a website. But we don't even have a website right now. I'm working on that. No cap. I fucking WordPress. Fucking <laughs> trill. Trill. Do, so do, do people say trill I, still? Maybe you taught me that word, no, but no cap, no, no cap, no cap on deck <laughs> for sure. But with the website, how do you make a website for a band that's played like 2,700 shows <laughs> yeah. over the course of, you know, despite what the vampires try and do with how long they've been together, I think it's still 16 or 17 years. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, vampires just celebrated their 20 year anniversary. Son of a bitch. Where so does the I don't time know go? if we've lost track of time. <laughs> we have. We're maybe they were like a year on us or something, yeah. but maybe they're two years. I don't know. I don't know. Like we went into COVID celebrating our 15 year anniversary. Yes. And now we are atheist two years AD. Yeah. We're on, like, we're like Encino man. Yeah. <laughs> we're just frozen until we come out. Then it will be, if this thing can all end and go back to, you know, back to the way things were before, in two years and we will still say we're we're 15. yeah we didn't sell up we got we got uh you know ousted out of our uh 15 year anniversary well i we don't it's shammed. like some of these bands you see we won't like directly talk about them because basically all bands do that that never really made it is to celebrate your 20 30 yeah. 40 year anniversary and it's like lamb of god doesn't do that right you know, right? Uh, no shit. Yeah, the, I mean, you, you do that with albums, though. I think as a as a band, you do that more with albums. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I just I think 15s where I was like, fuck it. But yeah, yeah, no no shit. It's, <laughs> yeah. What? And maybe there's a reason why we didn't get to celebrate our 15 year anniversary because no whatever shit. good we've done for the world was like. <laughs> Fuck, guys, don't do your 15 years. That's fucking stupid. We're like, oh, no shit. Now we're going to fucking... Hey, Athearchist, first year as a band. Yeah. It's like a syndicate and shit, you know what I mean? We got to change the name a little bit or something. And 
Well, because to get out of our country, we got to be a symbol now, like Prince. Yeah, because maybe we like went <laughs> 366 days without playing a show. Absolutely. And it's like you know something expiring. Yeah. <laughs> we got to fucking it. It starts over. <laughs> no shit. But yeah, thanks once again for listening and uh, you know on our long little rant here. But uh, well, shit. I guess back to the show. So you were talking about. So we were on a little resting break just to make sure that we're keeping shit, you know, genuine and fresh. And that's one of the fucking damnedest things that I'm noticing about recording is once you hit the fucking space bar, there's always something else that's fucking entertaining to talk about. It's never a a need to turn it off. It could just be a live feed. Fuck. Because, I mean, you were were talking about what what were you watching on... Some uh, show. On a comedy network or what is it like? Roku? It was Can We Take a Joke? Okay, and it was from so it's 2015. Like a, a documentary? Yeah, documentary about how because we were talking about cancel culture. Cancel culture came up, and we were talking about comedians. And then you said that you watched this movie, which deals with the life of Lenny Bruce. Was it? It, it uses Lenny Bruce and oh, okay. how the freedom of speech, like how you used to go to jail for saying a cuss word. Oh shit. Well, so what, you get like pulled over and people know it's you and they're like, hey, we, uh... It's like Demolition, it's Demolition Man, the movie, where they were yeah. charging them credits for cussing. Yeah. Pretty much. I didn't know the world was that way. Holy shit. And maybe shit. it was just like, I don't know, because he was like playing in comedy clubs and like he would say cocksucker and get arrested. And then the next time, since he got arrested there for saying cocksucker, he would talk about the word cocksucker and he would like piss people off even more and then it just escalated to he'd been arrested in every major city for like talking shit about religion or anything like that because comedy wasn't really a thing back then right so then he ended up dying of a drug overdose oh shit which because most people like that that's what ends up happening yeah (coughs) yeah you do see a lot of that in the comedy world for sure and then they like made movies about him Mm. and uh shit's different now because obviously you can, you can cuss, but the police aren't arresting you. The people are. That's the cancel culture. Right. Like, well, weren't you saying there was uh, like another comedian out there that's trying to purposely offend? Then he made this like play that just was supposed to piss everybody off. Okay, so this is still Lenny Bruce. No, this is a, like a kid. Oh like shit! A college student. Okay. And uh, he like made this play that was supposed to piss everybody off, and he said it, and they had to sign a waiver coming in. Oh shit! So he's covering his ass. And off, yeah, off it said like all the shit that they talked about. So like this, it this is meant to offend anything and everything that could possibly everybody. be offendable. Religion, all of that. Shit. Nothing is off the table. And it said if you if it offends you, yell, I'm offended. And people in like minutes went from yelling, I'm offended, to like going up on stage and fucking like throwing chairs and shit like that. Oh, shit. People just lost their shit because people can't. That's the whole point of it is it's like, can we can't take a joke because people, it goes into like what? I don't know. People have said some stupid shit, you know, so it doesn't really play out well for the whole case of. 
that cancel culture shouldn't exist. Yeah, but, I, I understand uh, that, but that, that sounds more it, along the lines of a fucking Gigi Allen concert, like it, the, from what it starts sounding like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness, could you fucking imagine? And now, Gigi Allen. Can you imagine? Okay. The Samurai Duck. This is how far we've fucking come when it comes to what we accept from performing artists, like, to what we just don't tolerate, right? Like, can you fucking imagine in this day and age, you go to your local fucking venue. And this guy comes out with studs and a studded necklace, some, you know, kind of like bondage looking gear in tidy whities And then all of a sudden you're looking around and you look back and this motherfucker is naked now. He took off the tidy whities and proceeds to squat down and take a liquefied shit. Slurp it up with his mouth and fucking spray it on the crowd just before he beats the shit out of the first person that he sees in front of him. Then takes a female, grabs her by the hair, pulls her close to the stage, and trigger warning for anyone that's listening to this, because this is an actual Gigi Allen show that you can hear online and get the stories. Like, I, I watch some, you know, different videos out there and... And uh, Gigi Allen comes up quite a bit because, you know, I listen to heavy metal. I listen to punk rock. And, you know, a, a lot of the things that comes up that, that it'll uh, suggest for you in the videos. Gigi Allen comes up a lot for some reason. Yeah. And uh, I don't really watch that bad of shit for him to pop up. But a hell, a I heard... Kettle, little kettle cadaver. Little, uh, you know? <laughs> a little cock and ball torture. Yeah. You know? <laughs> little, but, that's as far as it goes. But pulls a female on stage by her hair and starts basically committing rape on stage, punching her in the head, kicking her in the face. And at the end of the fucking show, she's leaving with the guy. There's no fucking way that's happening in today's just half of what I said, the show would be fucking over. I can't believe how shit was in the past. Can you... And, and people fucking sticking around. Yeah. Like, how do you go Sorry. home smelling like shit with, with shit on you from this dude who just spat it out his fucking mouth that just shit on the goddamn venue floor? And so now, in this day and age, kettle cadaver. I guess that's... That's pretty gnarly. That's, that's, then, that's the person that self-mutilates, right? Uh, yeah, are they even doing it anymore Dude, is he when, still hammering? yeah when's the last like, kettle cadaver show that you heard was coming to town yeah and so i mean the mentors then that, we they go, can't even get fucking remember that one time in sacramento we were playing with that fucking band that's on the wall somewhere in the magazine uh, and he put on the fucking barbed wire thing on his head oh my god and he God. runs up to the front of the stage and does a front flip and lands flat on his back on the concrete and i'm like is that the closest thing we have to Gigi Allen now? Yeah. Because there's more people like that. It's not like... I don't... I can't say that... We've done our fair share of shows. I mean, we don't quite have as, our ears close to the ground as we used to. But we still have an idea of, of kind of what's going on. And there is absolutely nothing that's going down like that. At least at a place that's allowing you to play there. There... Yeah. 
I mean, you might find some fucking house party and you're like, oh shit, this dude's opening the show. You know what I mean? But that is, that's going to be very rare. And it, I, I can't imagine that shit fucking flying these days. Like, it is so weird how far we've come. Like, yeah, we're really more civilized. Holy than, shit. Like, humans have decided to have a problem with people shitting on themselves and throwing it out into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we, I we, mean, what would we happen? drew the line. They're like, okay, we got that one guy. Let's not have any more repeat people. It's like, look, he's, he's the, the master of that niche, you know? Like, let, okay, we got it out of our system. We're better than yeah. this. You know, like... I mean, it is a... It's considered a weapon. Yeah. Remember? Uh, but how many people are kind of influenced or wear his shirts, but that don't necessarily act out that way? Or went to the shows yeah. themselves and stuck around? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. You don't really find... Uh, I mean, I guess schizo, but they were kind of like really fucking boy scout in comparison because all the dude did was vomit on stage yeah. but he wouldn't fucking throw it at people or on people or punch the shit out of somebody you know what i mean like full-blown swings like that person is your enemy that motherfucker just paid to fucking see you oh see you got fucking her mouth play got know? her mouth dude. okay 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 yeah yeah okay there <laughs> is a clear example of someone who was Influenced by the Gigi Allen S style of punk rock, peeing on people, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, okay, they were fucking. Or he, or even Fat Mike doing his uh, South by Southwest as Koki the Clown, and he has that video of him pre-show pissing in a bottle of Patron, and then oh, at yeah. the beginning of his show he pours out shots of Patron and hands them to the crowd. Yeah, and then at the end of the show shows him the video. Of him fucking emptying out the Patron bottle and pissing in it and serving the shots yeah, and taking him out on stage. That's pretty fucking cool. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. Fucking yeah. Aaron. But no, that's, I mean, shit, dude. Like, I, cool. If you're into that, awesome. But I mean, like, <laughs> also, what is, what is fucking punk rock? How deep does shit get when you're fucking... Like we were saying, when you have that realization that nothing fucking matters, it's like, what the fuck do I care about your feelings for? I did this to fucking, I'm, you know, not necessarily broken, but I am way different on kilter than anyone out there that sees eye to eye. Yeah. And that's just, it, it's it's the fucked up thing and duplicitous thing about it because it's weird. You'll see people with Gigi Allen shirts that are like, now that was fucking, you know, but what are they wearing it for? You know what I mean? Is it because it's that fucking shock value thing? It's, because they probably sell it at Hot Topic now. Uh, How the fuck did Hot Topic it's, yeah. sell half the shit that they do? No shit. Anymore. Because, like, I, I mean, nothing... I, I mean, and this is the difference between back in the day music as well. Like, when you bought a fucking Slayer album, you were probably scared shitless. I never bought a Slayer album. You know what I mean? Like... Like all that shit scared I, you back in I, the day. White zombies was, scared me. Exactly. Like, and then you get into these darker bands that have like more simplistic names or like you know, not on the nose, like Venom, or or shit like that. That that people are listening to, that are like, hold. I mean, yeah, there were the fucking cannibal corpses and shit like that was was murderously evil, but like satanically evil. Like Slayer was his, and then. Come to find out later through interviews that you can find online with Tom, 
he just talks about how, oh, that was just shocking. Oh, we did that to fucking yeah. ruffle people's feathers and fucking. And it's like, you know how many fucking people were out there yeah. that believe in the fucking devil, that believe in darkness, that fucking did some heinous shit to people in the yeah. name of fucking Satan and shit because you guys fucking put out South of Heaven, because yeah. you guys put out these fucking albums that were like, oh yeah, we're fucking satanic. And all you guys are doing it for is just to fuck with people. Yeah. And they wind up doing this fucking <clears throat> shit following you. That's kind of fucked up, dude. Yeah, and dude... God damn it. If I would have found Rotting Christ early on in life, I would have mm. found my Satan band because I'm pretty sure they're the real deal. Yeah. I like I I fuck <laughs> now, dude. Now I, there's a fucking name that puts Slayer to shame. Yeah. Rotting Christ. And all their lyrics are like in fucking Latin. Oh and fuck. It is fucking it makes you feel like you know what they're talking about. Or like, like the fucking Lords of Mayhem movie off, off of that band. Well, Mayhem, right? Yeah. That man. fucking burned down the fucking church and, yeah. and did that fucking... Like, there's some punk rock shit. There's some shit like, out... Yeah, that's that's some fucking evil shit. Well, G.G. When, Allen when, of black metal right When there, you huh? listen to these guys, you know you know that it's fucking... these. That's what they're fucking talking about. But Slayer was one that really surprised me. And, and fuck, it's so, it's so weird being older and seeing behind the curtain of Oz type shit. When you think about it that way, because it's like, now here's this gray bearded, smiling, happy go lucky guy, because he doesn't have to fucking worry about much, saying, "Oh man, it, you know God hates us all." It's, it's just a really cool album name. Oh, what the fuck, dude? But people still went to their fucking shows. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean you can't. I mean fuck, if they were playing at a show, I. Okay, maybe because I'm 40, I could take it or leave it, but still would probably stick around just to hear Rain and Blood, even though we fucking butcher that damn and song. And that's like, yeah, we played that song more than more any than other song that we've played. Probably half as many times as Slayer and has. Why? <laughs> why? You know? Like, it's fun. And that's still a lot. But like, I mean, it, it, was, it was cool because, once again, going back to that stigma, there was only two of us. Yeah. And I mean... Back when we first started, we were both like, there's no fucking way we're ever going to be able to do covers, dude. <laughs> Remember? Like, we, yeah. all we had was ACDC. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was all we could do because it was minus solos, of course. We just did the, the fucking cheesy shit or, or you, you know, you, you noodled it. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, mean, I remember distinctly one day I was sitting in there because it was just off the fucking table. Like, and, and I was like, hey. And I was all, da, 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 da. it was that part of that, Angel of Death. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And you were just like, get it. Like, it straight in there and we fucking played it. Like, you had the, you had the whole thing figured out, words and everything. Like, I, as soon as I had that one part, it was no like, that was our first shit. fucking Slayer song was fucking Angel of Death. Which That's right. Could have been, I guess it could, there's some more complicated ones that, you know, but I don't know. That was. That was pretty awesome for our first Slayer song. That was pretty badass. It's almost like we fucking downloaded it in our brains yeah. from the Matrix. <laughs> and then all of a sudden just started. It's like we the next show we played, we fucking busted it out. And people were like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that boosted our confidence a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? It went from we can never play to why don't we, why don't we try this? And then li yeah. and some of them stick, some of them don't. I know there's times that like. It, it almost started getting to the point where we would listen to it in the van <laughs> before the show. show. Yeah, you'd listen to a van on the phone and we're both huddled <laughs> listening to it on the speaker. And we'd like figure it out a you, little bit. You'd bring your guitar in yeah. and I was like, all right, as, as long as you can get that guitar shit down, 
I'll handle the vocals, I'll handle the drums, and it should be good. And some of them stuck and some of them didn't. I think uh, Body Count was one of them that was like, yeah. but we should definitely but, fucking do that one again. Well, it turned into just right before the, we'd start, like, right. oh, let's play this one now. Oh, yeah. okay. Or, yeah. Real yeah. fucking, real last minute, real random. But Slayer's worked out. The ACDC ones have worked out. That Fuck, even the Hatebreed ones came pretty fucking natural. Yeah. And propane, if you don't listen to the propane. words. Propane. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you don't listen to the words. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, we should we should write a song live, talking just like this. Agreed. <laughs> hear the depth in your voice and your vocals and my random humba to bum Like, nothing to cover it up now, Aaron. You can't just fucking scream and get away with it. No shit. No, I don't... It's going to be fun to be playing shows again. Because I have a feeling we're going to be bringing back, like, that more spontaneous behavior that we're now later kind of known for and seen as through shows. You know what I mean? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Some people might not even know. They might think all this shit is scripted and, you know, we, we fucking talk about this shit more or we practice, but I really love the spontaneousness of what we do and the randomness. Yeah. There's a, God, this is like the last show we played. Big Hill Jam. Big Hill Jam. And the show before that we played was Big Hill Jam and they were a year apart. Yeah. Two shows like. <laughs> in two fucking years, dude. This, yeah, absolutely. We did some shows year. at the beginning of everything getting shut down. At the at the very the beginning, very beginning, like the last day a bar was open before the sh- the lockdown. Yeah, we were there at midnight as the band playing last minute, and then that's really the last thing I remember, and then I got fat. I yeah, so did I, dude. I lost my. I have no ass. My pants <laughs> just fall right off. Man, I already suffer from no acetol, man. So I, I get you. No acetol. Mm-mm. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah. yeah, it'll be really great to get back into shows again. Like the spontaneous behavior, the uh, the songs that really get written on stage. I'm looking forward to that because those are the ones that wind up sticking more than ideas that come to us. But I guess you have to practice for that as well. I just hope my shit works. Amen to that. Like, and I'm like, oh. there's, a, there's a reason why I got us on first. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's, there's a fucking chance that our equipment's going to break down or we are going to break yeah, down. Yeah, I'm just going to bring my little fucking combo amp just in case. <laughs> no. There you go. No shit. Fuck hey, can you mic this yep. up for me? <laughs> mic up my line six for me. <laughs> Not talking shit on anyone else's amps, but. No, man. God, no. I, as well as I'm getting older, I'm like, can I just plug in a regular guitar instead of using the one that I make? Because I, now I have to fix it. Like, right. And I got to plug in. I do got, you do you ever like? There's some guitarists that would probably look at how you keep your guitar, and shit themselves. Dude, all of our equipment is in the fucking <laughs> mobile stage where it sat all winter long, fucking getting condensated and yeah. dried out and condensated and dried out. Oh, there's my guitar. Oh yeah. But people always ask, like, how do you get that two twenty thousand leagues under the sea look on your symbols? Well, shit, there it is. We just keep <laughs> our shit in the mobile stage like it's some fucking abandoned, you know, fucking shipwrecked I, I ship. I more look at it like the hand against the window. One day. <laughs> one, one day. day. 
No shit. Then how about we talk about the fucking kids killing in a mobile stage that people are accusing of stealing our fucking idea? Fucking hemorrhage, like, dude. We played with them a long time ago. Did we really? We played with them in San Jose. No fucking Don't way. Don't you remember? Like Trace Lunas and VX36 and Johnny oh V's. Oh my God. Like some heavy metal Tuesday thing because we played on Monday in, in San Mateo. And then, oh, on Hate Street, we were supposed to play a show on Hate Street. And we showed up and they fucking rolled up in the same van they're fucking raging it in right now in the middle of the street. And they got out. And we both were like, there's no show today. I don't, they like talked to the bartender. Do you remember that? No. It was. That, that was the place on the two-way street, the Johnny B's club, right? Is that Johnny what V's was Johnny like San B's? Jose yeah. Tuesday night shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was, it, we were on the right hand side. And, and then, the yeah. Yellow, and we played side. there a few times with them. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. And then we were supposed to play a show with them on hate street. And like, we both got, we both showed up at the same time. I'll be damned. And like someone opened the door and was like, bars closed for the day. And we both stood and looked at each other like, well, see you later. And yeah, it's holy shit. Fucking hemorrhage, man. Yeah. I, I am, I am very, uh, happy for them that, that they escaped Anaheim without fucking being threatened from the Lebowski sheriff. And also that Gary Holt showed him some love. That's fucking awesome to hear. Like, we should definitely link up. There's another fucking shout out for today. Another, you know, word of the day plug. Fucking uh, hemorrhage. I mean, they have their mobile stage. We have ours. I'm thinking a little West Coast rager. Find some fucking events that we can go poach out. Like, like not even fucking trying to get permission still. Just do it the old school way. I think we got one more in us. I think, Aaron, I think we're wow. good for one more. Shoot yeah. us up with the cortisone shots. Get our asses back on the court. Man. But let's do it. Hemorrhage, shout outs to you guys. Killing it. Keeping the mobile stage dream alive. <laughs> I can't believe they played at Coachella and Anaheim and didn't get fucked with. No shit. You're telling me you guys didn't get a fucking impeding traffic ticket? It's hanging on the wall. Yeah, it's somewhere. It's some... It was $390. Yeah, well, it, it's around here somewhere. But yeah, no fucking shit. Man, like we were saying, times have changed. I mean, at least yeah. we didn't shit on anybody, you know? <laughs> well, I, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. But uh, I think that'd be a fucking great, great fucking idea. Take the mobile stage down there and... Meet up with the hemorrhage. hemorrhage yeah, guys. we were wanting to do it, and then the world closed down again. Oh my god! Then, I just, I just fucking thought of it. We need to take both mobile stages and do a fucking circle pit on a fucking roundabout, dude. Think about that. Uh, I in Bend. Holy shit! There's a roundabout that's like. An eighth of a mile around with houses all around and a park in the middle. No you could shit. Have like, you could probably put 2,000 people in the park and have like five mobile stages driving around <laughs> at the same time. Yes. Can you imagine? But then you're in bed. Well, that's like Lebowski. Get the fuck out of my oh, Malibu yeah. territory. We, yeah. I don't think. 
Mobile State is one last. I don't like your jerk off face. <laughs> I don't like your jerk off name, and I sure as fuck don't like your jerk off mobile stage. Jerk off. Jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, could we Guinness Book of World Records that shit somehow? Like having the fucking dude. We tried to Guinness Book of World Records. Two. Okay. At least two mobile that... stages. How many do you think would we would need minimum? Like you're saying, five. If we got five of the West Coast or in the nation's fucking mobile stages to meet at one centralized location and going around about in all this fucking place, no, they wouldn't Slayer, do it. you know, Rain and Blood or fucking just all play at once, going around the circle that we couldn't call it like the fucking world's first circle pit from five bands like and biggest. There's, it's, there's something there. There's, Guinness Book of World Records said no. To us playing in three states in one show. That's fucking It was a right. pretty legit ask. No And they just shit. said, nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to fuck I, it. We, we got to send somebody over to the, uh, to, to fucking Texas where the guy's got the longest toenail. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's you exactly. <laughs> I'm going to find it. There's a. But you guys can't have three fucking states in one show. Yeah. That I forgot about that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. No and fucking shit. Yeah, they and it was so it was such bullshit. But you know, who needs a Guinness fucking world records, you know? Like I mean I think that'd be pretty it, cool that you can share like all fucking all these different bands. It'd be it'd be exposure for sure. Yeah. I mean fuck, dude. I'd, you think that'd make news? Uh you think you think they'd send someone out and be like, dude, you gotta check there. You think there's a chance for it going viral? I mean, if I fucking Gary, okay. if Gary Holt uh, can buy okay. a fucking T-shirt, we want to talk about viral. You know what I'm saying? And and it shows up on Loudwire, then we should be able to fucking do that. Um, remember when we all lit our balls on fire and made castaic Russian roulette? Yes, we did, and we put it on that break, was like break. Our com. first that, and we got like twenty thousand views. Right. And then they took it down off YouTube. Yep. Okay. Oh, you found there the There it email. is right there. there. Dear Mr. Aaron Tunnell, thank you for sending us the details of your recent record attempt for longest distance traveled performance live music. <laughs> we are afraid to say that we are unable to accept this as a Guinness World Record. While we certainly do not underestimate your proposal... We do, however, think that this item is a little too specialized for a body of reference as general as ours. We receive many thousands of record claims every year, and we think you will appreciate that we are bound to favor those which reflect the greatest interest. What the fuck? Yeah. You, you know the greatest <laughs> interest? I am the fucking longest toenail in the fucking yeah. world and fucking... Goddamn fucking longest nipple and body hair and fucking longest this and that and the whole fucking spiel. But longest show played? Nice to know that they draw the line somewhere. No fucking know? shit. Um, That's bullshit. Yeah, so that was... I've yeah, been a little salty Fastest, on that. longest, largest. Um, you guys are full you of all shit. shit. And so then, if I wasn't happy with that, I could pay money and... And apply again. Oh, no shit. Do a little palm yeah. greasing. <laughs> so it straight up tells you you yeah. can grease your palms. No shit. And like, I was claim ID 351,689. Oh, so for fuck's sake. They probably... And you have to have a membership. Yeah. 
So it really was just so my friend my stupid. my friend Andrew Jackson says <laughs> that that we want to put in for a record of playing three states in one show. I'm trying to find the original thing that I sent them. I don't know. Anyway, motherfuckers, man. Uh, well, maybe we don't need a fucking uh, a Guinness you know, Book fuck, of World. You know what we're gonna but collect? Just the fact of doing like, it would be badass. Do you know what we're gonna collect instead of world records? Cease and desists. There you go. Fucking They're man. easier to get. Absolutely. And everyone else does the paperwork for you. And you get exposure for it yeah. half the time. So. You know? Fuck. I don't know. It'd be cool if there was a real, like, world record. Like, actually, like it shouldn't cost money that you broke a world record. It should so, be like, dude, I saw Dano make a hole-in-one on hole 17. No with shit. With fucking mini disc. No shit. Yeah. Fucking longest toenail, man. Yeah. <laughs> More interesting than band performing. I mean, they, across the, three state lines. You know what? The title turn. We'll, we'll get back there. We'll have our day. You know what I mean? It'll it'll be retro or fucking uh, rustic or or fucking vintage. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's all right. That'll work out. Yeah. Fuck, man. What time are we at? Oh. How far have we gone today? Uh, one and a half hours. Oh, fuck. I'd say that's plenty for fucking uh, y'all's ears to listen to. And if you made it this far, once again, you have our fucking thanks. We know there's a lot of shit you could be doing or listening to, but if you're sitting back, well then shit. Have a cold one with the old ones. Fucking, you made it this far. Thanks for listening. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, let's see. What's next? We're going to, tr- you know what we should try to do? We should try to get Pirate Radio's fucking John Kane on the show as a guest. I'm calling that one out. See if we can get someone else up on here. Or even Zoboy the fuck god. Yeah. We need Zoboy in here. That's for damn sure. Once again, we'll figure out how to do this fucking tagging thing. But for now, just look them up. Uh, Zoboy is Z-A-B-O-I on Instagram. And I believe... Spotify, if not SoundCloud, I, I, I'd i have to look that one up as well. But look for Zaboy, the fuck God. And Pirate Radio, giving a shout out to them. And their bar, the Monkey Paw, Monkey's Paw, down in Springfield. If you're fucking local, go in and grab yourself a mojito. Or grab yourself a Bahama drink. In a pineapple or in one of their shrunken head glasses that they have there. Tell them we sent you. And that they want to get fucked up, you know. Do whatever you want. It's your life. Anyway. uh, Don't fucking let the small stuff fucking get you down. Keep your goddamn head up and fucking keep grinding. Because you have all your life to live and you have all your death to die. Is what I learned today in today's episode. Um, I also learned that there could never really be a, a Gigi Allen in this generation. Yeah. Um. I should stay away from motorcycles and Davey Havoc is going to uh, respond because I'm manifesting this shit out in the universe. That beautiful human being. And, uh, well, Aaron, there's only one thing left to do. I here, know. I was, and I am uh, fucking trying to neglect it as much as possible. I was trying to put it off too. I was I, hoping you would just forget. N- no, no. I mean, 
You, you start out that strong, you got to fucking end out that strong. I'll go first, man. stomach again. I pulled something. I'm oh. drooling on myself. <laughs> yep. <coughs> oh. Oh, my stomach. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'd rather laugh that hard. <coughs> man. Oh. How many times are we going to do that every time, man? Every goddamn time. Fuck. <coughs> Oh shit. <coughs> hey Aaron. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, man. <coughs> yeah, you do. <coughs> no. Oh. Oh. Shit. Oh, shit, that hurts so much. I know. I know. <coughs> well, again, thanks everybody. <coughs> and you know what? Try the at home version. <coughs> Do it, do it along with us. Hit rewind. And do it with us and feel our pain. Yeah. And it'll be like we're doing it together. It and gets like, you higher. It, if you don't cough, you don't get off, <coughs> man. <coughs> <coughs> All right. We'll see you. Bye.